years ago, in fact, decades ago, I took Taekwondo for a little bit while I was in high school. And I remember earlier on, we were given this sheet of paper that had all the requirements on it. It's kind of like a syllabus. It had all the skills and the knowledge we need to learn to achieve each belt along the journey to becoming a black belt. And one of the first skills right at the top of the page was how to throw a punch. It was the first thing we had to learn. I noticed that there weren't any skills listed after black belt. I never became a black belt, but I did ask my instructor once, said, what do you learn after you become a black belt? And he said, you start all over and you learn to throw a punch. Today we're reading chapter eight of Mark's gospel. And there's a similar thing going on here with Jesus's call to discipleship. We're kind of starting all over again. So let's dive into chapter eight, AKA, here we go again, down the same old road. So we see in the middle of chapter eight, almost directly in the middle of the book, we finish part one. Just about everybody looks at Mark the same way, that there is two major sections or even two books, if you want to call it, uh, book one and book two, and that the, the transition happens at chapter eight, verse 27. That story is when Peter confesses uh, Jesus to be the Messiah. This is the first inkling of any understanding amongst the disciples and the apostles that we've had so far. Um, which prompts us to ask, how much is understanding important to discipleship? That's a question for us to ponder. Um, but what we'll notice as we go forward is that part two has a very similar structure to part one. It'll be calls to discipleship, there will be restructurings of the social order. There will be traveling. The things we've all seen in part one as well. So as we continue into part two, let us keep asking what's similar to part one and what's different. When Jesus is calling them to discipleship, is it the same discipleship as in part one? Or is there more to it? Is he going to a deeper level? Is he calling them to learn how to throw a punch again, to start all over. They've reached some point of understanding with this confession of Jesus as the Messiah. Now they start all over again and learn everything at a deeper level. And, and what are those things? We'll also see more and more conflict uh, as we push towards the end, because we know we're headed towards the crucifixion. Um, and so that's coming up as well. Now, I want to talk about one other story from chapter eight. Um, that the end of part one with the healing in Bethsaida. Bethsaida is back in Galilee on the, or the eastern, uh, western side of the Sea of Galilee. And so we're back in Jewish territory and we have the story of a man being given his sight back. Jesus healing someone's vision. Um, many, many scholars have made the point about healing of vision in Mark being about perception 
just as much it is as it is about physical sight. And so that the fact that it happens right before we have the confession of Peter is another signal that a deeper level of perception has happened within the community. They're seeing clearer, both physically and also spiritually and theologically and ideologically clearer about what they are called, who Jesus is and what they are called to do. Um, that is also signified by this story of healing happening in the Jewish side. Um, to this point, it has been demons, um, spirits, that have been possessing possessive spirits that have recognized who Jesus is. And now the people are really starting to get that deeper understanding as well. And that is markedly different going through the same cycles and calls of discipleship with this new perception in mind. So please do keep reading. Um, oh, I almost forgot. I mentioned the feeding that happens at the beginning of chapter 8. Uh, the beginning of chapter 8, we have this feeding, but this feeding happens in Gentile territory. So we had a feeding of a multitude in Jewish territory. Now we're having one in Gentile uh, territory. Um, this coupling together of two feeding stories is a big, huge marker that Mark's community is diverse, that it is desegregated. It is not Jews on one side, Gentiles on the other. They are together the promises of God, the salvation of Christ, the social order that Jesus is, is creating is for everyone. And that's signified in the Gospel of Mark by these feedings, these feedings of the multitudes, one in Jewish territory and one in Gentile territory. Um, so kind of worked backwards through the chapter uh, this time, but uh, I hope you'll keep reading with us. Uh, we're on the, we've, uh, We've rounded the turn. We're on the back nine and we're headed back towards the clubhouse. So keep reading as we move on towards uh, the end of the book. And remember, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine.